0: Hello, guys, and welcome to episode 12 of the 23rd Man podcast. We're coming at you with a double episode drop today. So yeah. exciting, Liam. Pretty good. Yeah. So, um, just wrapped up episode 11. Go
1: listen to that.
0: Yeah, listen to that first. Make sure you keep it in order. Um, that's where we covered our
1: prelims and season review season of review. every team. And now, what are we talking about, Liam? Ah, uh, so we've got the Brownlow medal and then we've got the grand final preview, the, the big granny, one. The granny
0: of sorts. The big one. Yeah, awesome. Um, plenty to talk about in this episode. Um, but we have a question coming from one of our fans. So a shout out to Liam Brockwell for sending this one into me. Right? Um, So question is, uh, if you had a sister, would you rather they date
1: Darcy Parrish or Zach Merritt? And I think I'm gonna have to go with Darcy Parish. I'd, I'd say Darcy Parish as well. I think he's the better looking man. No homo. <laughs> no but sauce. nah, no sauce. But I think he's the better looking bloke, and he's also a country boy. So, country boys... Yeah, hard-working. Hard-working. He knows what hard work is. You, so saw, you
0: saw that video of um, him helping his
1: old man oh, shearing the sheep. Shearing uh, the sheep, sheep yeah. yeah. So, I feel like Darcy Parrish. I think he's just a genuine good bloke as well. Yeah, you know, he's a winner. I'm, this is nothing but, bad on Zach Merritt, oh absolutely not. I'd, I'd go with Darcy Parish.
0: Um Also, I had a one of my friends one of our friends Charlotte Hill um she sent me a photo this morning and she's like Darcy Parish looks like the alien um Mr. Burns from the Simpsons well and uh I thought that was a bit interesting Whoa. so also shout okay. out to her um but yeah no I thought that was quite okay. an interesting question but yeah I'd have to say parish you yeah. know okay. so thank you Liam for sending that question in and yep. any other questions you guys have for us please we're always Excited to answer them. We can answer them next week in our grand final review. Oh. so. All right. So, well, we'll start off with our Brownlow. And what a Sunday night. This Brownlow yeah. medal.
1: Well, firstly, I'm going to get us started off. What a farce it was trying to watch the Brownlow medal. Oh, mate. Oh, mate. So, the, the problem was that Channel 7 did not have the rights to it, mm-hmm. apparently. I think Telstra did or something. Yeah. So, it was being shown on the AFL Live Pass, and um, it was not available on the Seven Plus app, so you had to watch it free to air TV. And do you know how many people don't have a TV antenna anymore? No, I do you know, know. how it's many crazy. people yeah, have smart just TVs? Uses their Google, Vox, smart TVs. Yeah. So
0: I sent, I sent him, um, I sent him. Me- oh, well, someone sent a message into our chat. We're like, oh, how do you watch it? And then you came back and said, oh, it's on Seven, mate. So I hop on my laptop to go onto nah, Seven, it was on Seven, mate, 7 on Plus. normal TV, and I'm like. You're capping, like it's not yeah. showing, I can't watch it. And you're like, oh, you gotta go onto your normal TV. So Mum was watching the Moto G P at the time and I'm like, Mom, I need to watch the yeah. Brownlow medal. Um but yeah, no, it was a bit of a well, hassle. I
1: got a stream up, so put that on the smart T V mm. and me, Mum and Dad all watched it together still, so it was pretty good, but um the what the so I had a bet on Jack Steele to win the Brownlow, mm-hmm. but I feel that was more so a smoky, a roughy, I guess that well, I was, it was going at for. $8. My well, first, wasn't it? my first option was Ollie Wines, but well, I, I decided to go with a smoky. You go
0: back a couple of episodes in the podcast, and I think we both agreed Ollie Wines, Wines. Yeah, yeah. So um, he
1: was, he was my um first option. So, um, what an interesting Brownlow though. I think it just proves that this is so much a a midfields award because. Oh you don't have any other position in the top 10. No. Um, and this is the first time ever where we've had four... 30-plus um, votes. Four 30-plus votes in the same year. So, Wines on 36, Bonson-Pelly on 33, Oliver on 21, and Walsh on 30. So, uh, Oliver
0: on 31, not
1: 21. No, I said 31. You said 21. No, I said 31. I will show All right, you we'll listen the- back. I will. <laughs> all right, we'll listen back. It's all good. Um, so, Oliver on 31, and Walsh on 30. So... Yeah. Well,
0: this is just a testament to the great seasons that all of these players have had. Yeah, and you know, when we when we first started the podcast, the favorite for the medal was Bontempelli, and I believe I think you asked the question in one of our um questions. Can anyone round, else pip it from him? Yeah, can anyone else get it? And at the time, no, Bontempelli looked good, and he was. And in then then, front by a lot. Yeah, I think... Wines charged. Uh, or, uh, the last two rounds, Wines pulled two best... on. Uh, no, sorry. The last round, he got two votes. Um, But yeah, the last three rounds or whatever it was, Wines just came in and swooped it. He has such a square
1: head, doesn't he? <sighs> I didn't realise yeah. it was that square. Like, I didn't <laughs> realise he had such a square head. Oh. Seeing everyone um, on the comments and on um, AFL's posts saying... How much of a square head he has? I didn't actually realise, but um, you got anything else for the brown though, or do you want to move on? Um, I just
0: so so impressed by the level of play from all these players. Ollie Wines, excellent season, and you know, we we talked about it as well, like players stealing votes. I mean, for Port Adelaide, um, Travis Boak, obviously great season, still had you know, twenty five. The longevity of Travis Boak he's been david really mundy quite,
1: too yeah with 20 at 36 i was
0: shocked by that seeing david mundy um he led frio's brown low count yeah like that's pretty good in season 17 as well nonetheless that's pretty amazing. um
1: jack Steele. i mean you. i had think he should have polled more yeah he was i think mccray should have polled more So I don't know how you have an all-time goals.
0: Oh, sorry, forty goals. He had forty touches touches
1: and one goal in a game and didn't get any votes. No, I don't know how that happens. That's it's a midfielders award and they're not even awarding the midfielders. So that was that was pretty stupid to me, but nonetheless, um, Ollie Wines he is Port Adelaide's first uh, Brownlow Medal winner Mm. ever in their history. Yeah, congratulations to him. Shall Uh, we move on to our? Um, grand final preview—the big one.
0: Yeah, let's do it. Um, so yeah, excellent Brownlow medal, closest race it's been in years, and yep. grand final. So it I, all comes down to this, mate. Yep. Western I, Bulldogs versus the Melbourne Demons, and I know you
1: have something to say.
0: Yes, I will be
1: attending this match. So it's one of the dreams to go to a grand final, and I'm get to watch it in your home. Very, state. very thankful that I get to that I. Cops some tickets. Bet you wish Eagles were pretty, playing in that, I, don't you? I wish, but it was pretty, pretty hefty price to pay. Um, How much? I paid three hundred and twenty dollars. <sighs> um, but I it's am, worth it. Yeah, so worth it. So it's going to be a great day. So, um, let's get into the five most important matchups in this game. So, number one, well,
0: hang on before you get started on that, and I know you've got your individual matchups, but this game is so. The matchups around so the even. whole ground—it literally. Is That's why I'm doing the five. Midfield, the from, midfields of yeah, both these teams, yeah. the forward line and back line of both these teams—they just match worry, up mate. perfectly. We'll, it's going to be a great game. We'll
1: get into it. So this is not. This is in no particular order. This is just the five most important. So the first one I've got is Norton versus May. So some questions I have: Can Stephen May shake off his um, hamstring injury? Um. Mm-hmm. Norton will have the advantage in the air, but May is also a great defender. defender. So, uh, May will also get help from Lever, but can Norton be the big key forward that the dogs need?
0: Well, I mean, with missing Josh Bruce with his injuries um, that he sustained in the last couple of games in the season, you know, that takes out that
1: Mm. two-to-to-be-the-person. Yeah. He has to be the man.
0: Yeah, Norton needs to step up and if he plays anything like he did against
1: Port Adelaide,
0: like Yeah. But then again, if you know S- May does, does his job yeah. like he's done all season, it's
1: just, these matchups are just great to watch. Stephen May is not Tom Jonas or Trent McKenzie. He no, is Stephen May. Stephen May. Yeah. yeah. He's an back all Australian alright What's another? Uh so I've got Gorn versus Martin. So I feel like Gorn will win this matchup in the middle. Dominate the right. But can Martin match Gorn around the ground? So, this will be the biggest question, is how much can um, Stefan Martin shut down Max Gorn around the ground? Well, you so, need to
0: do a good job, because we saw how influential Max Gorn was he, last yeah.
1: week, so, and what he can do to a game. He
0: can, If he turns on... yes. Yeah, like, so it's
1: going to be hard for Stefan Martin to stop him, but... Um, if he can do that, that feel, takes out Gone, yeah, and that that's really sh- disrupts. That's Melbourne. a huge question to um to be asked. Mm-hmm. So my next one is uh, Ben Brown and Alex Keith. So Keith coming back into the side, hopefully. Can Keith play to the best of his ability with his tight hamstring? That's a question. He mm-hmm. missed last week, and he's still a question coming into this game. Well, he's so. Talking- if, I- I'd say he's going to be picked, but can he play to his best? Because Ben Brown is a very active key forward, um, who the Ds will need. He's acrobatic as well. Like, you've seen him stick out the leg for a couple of socks yeah. in. Like, he's not just so, a set-shot player. Um, Alex De Keith has been shutting down key forwards for the second half of the year. Mm-hmm. You know, hasn't had many goals kicked on him. I feel like... Um, I feel like Ben Brown could get the one up here. I feel like it, this is the most... This is quite even. So... Um, I feel like this is 50-50, which way it's going to go. So, I feel like this is going to be the most fairly fought battle. Yeah, between those two. Two even players, I reckon. All right. So, my next one is uh, Cozzy Pickett versus Taylor Duray. So, can Pickett get off the leash uh at any point in the game like he has done in the past? And can Jure stop him and well, shut him down like he, like he did Charlie. to Charlie Cameron? Yeah.
0: I was just about to say that when you brought that up. So,
1: that's the question. I
0: mean, you saw that last possession of the game against the um, Lions. You know, it's coming down to the final minute. They get that forward entry, and it's a foot they race need- with Charlie Cameron. Like, 90% of the time, you're not winning that foot yep. race against Cameron. Um, and Dre was able to, you know, keep his feet, keep composed, managed to get the ball over the um, out-of-bounds line. That's what he needs to do with Cozzy, because yeah. Cozzy is a younger Charlie Cameron of yeah. sorts. Like so and you saw you saw Coszy with four goals yeah. last week.
1: So that's what I mean. So Pickett can get off the leash. So that's that's Giray's job to stop him. So my next one, the last one, the biggest one, Bontempelli versus Petrarca, mm-hmm. Which big star takes the big step to win his team a premiership? Yeah no, this is this is the That's matchup the biggest, of the game. Yeah, I mean, two, these Match two have had a, the year. Yeah,
0: these two have had a great season, and they're they're pretty much they're, they're pretty the, similar, exact same in stats. Like they each average one goal, one behind a game. They average um Charka twenty eight touches a game, Bont twenty six. Yeah, you know they're so influential on their team's success. Yeah, and. It's not like they're by themselves as well. They create for, you know, your McRae. They create for Oliver. They yep. create for everyone. Yep. Um, they can both go down to the forward line and kick a goal. Yeah. We talked about that earlier. This is the this is what a grand final should be. Yeah. It should be the two two of the biggest names in football going head to head in a grand
1: final. Agree. And yeah, it's what it's going to make it so exciting
0: and then just you know your secondary options you know you're Clayton Oliver for Melbourne you're Jack McCrae, um and then you've just got your oh, this is just such an elite list you got Bailey Dale in defense for the doggies you know yeah you like these,
1: Salem in the back for Melbourne yeah
0: exactly they're so evenly matched yeah um I think it'll be interesting to see if um Trelaw can step up yeah, it's um, been, he has been he step he in he, the f- with Collingwood in the finals. Um, he played well for Collingwood in, in twenty eighteen. He played well. Yeah, exactly, and he's gonna need to replicate something like that. Um, but yeah, I so I guess the big question is who's
1: winning this game. Well, we'll get into that. We've got a couple more points to discuss first. So, um, I've got some things here. So, where the game is won and lost for both teams. So, for Melbourne, um, I think the game is one for them if they can get the Dogs to turn the ball over because the Ds are the best um, at scoring from turnovers. So, um, if the Ds can somehow, you know, intercept... Um, intercept possessions, Intercept their, marking
0: Their transition Yeah so that's what I mean So from elite.
1: one end to the other Transition Turnover footy that, If they can get that linking
0: football going Off a turnover You know where this The is dogs where, are like, out, of pose- out of position You know They're not on their man This
1: is where Players such as Ed Langdon And um, Brayshaw Viney,
0: Viney You know they can get out and run You saw Viney do it against yeah, so bray
1: Brayshaw and Langdon as well They're two wingers They're going to need Those um, to be able to transition the ball. Uh So, um, if the D's can win the battle in the middle, they're a pretty good chance. And this all starts with Max Gorn. I talked, we talked about it earlier in this matchup. Yeah. Yeah. So, if he can win that matchup, I think they're in a good position. But if um, some of the other D's players don't step up, um they could be in trouble, especially with their small forwards. So if they're because they rely so much on their other small forwards or their midfielders kicking goals. So that's I guess you could classify Bailey Fritch kinda is a he's a utility, I guess. So he can play tall, he can play small, he can yeah, he can play it, it all. He's an accurate goal kicker. If but he gets a set shot, it's going in. For their other um small forwards, so such as Pickett, Spargo um sparrow all these um is mcdonald playing mcdonald is playing yeah yeah. so all these other matchups if they can't play to the best of their ability the the whole emphasis can't be on ben brown ben brown isn't good enough to be the he, he can't kick five on grand final day it's as simple as that you know what i mean so I don't think he's capable of kicking five on grand no, final, but day. you know something surprising always happens. On it grand it final. does. I doubt it will be that, but yeah, yeah. No. So that's for Melbourne's for the doggies. I think the game is won for the dogs if they can get their hands on the ball more than the D's. It might sound simple at at this time, it's but so hard to do. They thrive off um, possession. If they leaking, win that possession, count. leaking, you know, possession. Um, Chaining handballs to move up the ball up the field,
0: and they just have so many good ball users like That's what I mean. McCray. So like if he,
1: he gets forty touches, but
0: you know those forty touches always result in something. Yeah, they're not empty. Um, so no, I'd agree there.
1: They're they're an offensive minded field. Uh, uh, so midfield. Yeah. So my point is, if they can get the game on their terms, if they can get the ball in their hands, then they're going to be in a good position. Mm-hmm. If it's the other way around. And Melbourne get their hands on the ball more. The dogs aren't a very defensive-minded midfield, so uh, yeah. So that's ins- that's what I mean
0: in saying that as well. Um, I remember it was a it was a, bit, a couple of days ago. Um, I follow this page on Facebook. It's called Uh Useless AFL Stats. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it. I have. Um, some funny stuff goes up on there, and they put up a stat, and it was something to do with getting the ball out of bounds. Uh, it sounds weird and crazy, but like. It was if the doggies can get the ball out of bounds. Oh, sorry. No, if Melbourne can do it, then they get gone in the ruck. Yeah. Sort of thing. So they have to be looking like, obviously not in deliberates, but. I know what you mean. Yeah. So they have have to be smart. Like if you can get that stoppage and get the ball up the ground, gain those meters. And then
1: essentially you're taking a ruck with Oliver. That's all what it is in the grand final. It's territory. Mm. that's all what it is in the grand final but, and um oh you go sorry for me this grand final i think it
0: can it has the potential to be one of the greatest grand finals we've seen like yeah. on par with eagles versus collingwood yeah i mean the last two grand finals they like richmond versus last Giants year, wasn't boring. too bad last year's wasn't too bad but that was just because dustin martin was so electric yeah. and you know it was um gary ablett's last game sort of thing but Had a yeah, lot of um, different th- storylines this this grand final it has everything you know Melbourne haven't won a flag since 64 um, Doggies you know they were top two all season they dropped their last three games they've won all their games um, you know all elimination games mind you Yeah. against Essendon at one point against
1: Brisbane now they've only got one more they've got one more to go so um, yeah. I've got another thing so if the Dogs can beat Mid, uh, Melbourne's elite backline Then they're a huge chance Well that's it That's but a that's huge so reason that's so hard to beat That's a huge
0: reason For Melbourne's success Is that backline yeah, There's so, not yeah. a lot of Elite backlines You know They might have one good You know Key backman Who locks down You know The tall forward Or whatever For the other team Yeah But Melbourne have Two Australian All Australian defenders
1: In that backline Yeah Alright So Give me a winner Give me a margin And give me a Norm Smith
0: Winner, I mean, I'm sticking true to my prediction. I'm saying Melbourne. Yep. Um, margin, it's just so hard to say. It's, I, I honestly couldn't tell you. Um, Based on previous games, it's going to be a close one yep. between these two teams. So I'd say around 13 points or so yep. for Melbourne to win by. Right, give me a Norm Smith. Norm Smith, for me, I can see... I can see Petrarca stepping up in this game. Um, although Oliver usually dominates possessions, Petrarca's the one to kick those goals as well. Yeah. Petrarca gets those clearances, those inside 50s. He's, I believe he leads the league in scoring involvements as yeah. well. So I think this is Christian Petrarca's game.
1: Okay. All right. Um, I'm going to go Melbourne by yep. 16 points, and I've got Max Gorn as my Norm Smith.
0: You put a bet on him as well, didn't I you? I
1: did, but... Um, Obviously, I wouldn't have put a bet on it if I didn't think it was my prediction. So, I feel like he's he's not going to kick five, but he's going to have a similar type of influence on the game like he did last week. He's a captain for a reason. I think he's going to dominate. He's a captain for a reason. So, I've got him as my Norm Smith. So, that will wrap up episode 12. So, we're both going Melbourne. Well,
0: yeah. No, um, episode 12 done. The next time we speak to you, we will have the... We'll have a premiere. We'll have the Mm. winner of the... 2021
1: afl season so we'll um we'll have a grand final um review coming out sometime next week yeah Shall Um we? we we've got a hectic
0: weekend coming up me and Liam. yeah um we do so yeah um i finished prac this week um it's just gonna be a party weekend got um quite excited yeah so afl I mean, grand final saturday going to i've got my birthday party slash seasons on um sunday
1: so it's gonna be a massive weekend yep all right kane well hope you guys enjoy our grand final weekend and i hope you guys enjoy the big dance yeah guys this is gonna be last game of footy in a while so make sure you enjoy yeah. it gonna enjoy it very
0: much all right Thanks. see you later guys